Hey mamas, I'm Brittany, mama to seven and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm devoted to sharing what I've learned along the way because no one understands overwhelm like a mom. And I believe no one is more deserving of some relief from it. I'm Tiffany, mom of five, and I'm Brittany's trusty sidekick and idea girl. And if you happen to see a comment on your Instagram when you comment on Deliberate Day from Tiffany Dora Jane, that's me. This is the Deliberate Day Podcast. Today, let's talk about what can meal planning do for you and for your family? Goodness, meal planning does a lot of things. Saves you money, saves you time, saves you stress and anxiety, saves you from decision fatigue, and it really brings everyone into the family, into this task that, honestly, it's 21 meals a week. It takes up quite a bit of our time feeding our people, right? Yeah, yeah. So saving money, how does it save you money? So... I was just talking with my hair, my stylist, actually, not hairdresser, my stylist, and she was telling me, like, I don't know what it is, but you can set your grocery budget at, say, $100 a week, right? Mm -hmm. You can go on Sunday. You can get everything for $100. If you go on five different trips and get the same exact items, you would think each of those trips should be $20, but that's not how it works out. No, never. <laughs> it's it's like weird, magical, not good math. And if you take five trips, it actually equals $300 instead of $100. So that mm-hmm. is one way it can save you money. Definitely. You're buying extra groceries. You're spending money on extra gas. And when you don't have a plan, you're probably eating out more often, which we all know costs more money in the end. Oh, my God. Even going, I don't know about your family, but my felt like at McDonald's when it used to cut like $20. Yes. It's 50. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Wendy's was our go-to. And I used to be able to keep it below $26 or $27. Now we're lucky if it's like $40 and everybody at the end is full and not complaining about wanting more. Oh, my goodness. And now, I mean, now that our family has been eating mostly home-cooked meals, when we go to Wendy's, not only, yeah, okay, it's delicious. Yes. (laughs) It is so tasty. It is so tasty. However, everyone gets sick after. Yes, I will agree with you there. Anytime we eat out, we usually feel less good the next day. You suffer for it. Yeah. So Especially pizza. I'm just going to say it right now. I love pizza. But there is some kind of magic in the crust or something that makes my joints ache. Maybe I'm just getting old. I don't know. But No, it's me too. My back. My back hurts when I eat pizza. (laughs) I don't know why it's always pizza. But, man, if I eat pizza, I'm like, I turned 80 in the middle of the night. Yes, I love pizza, but pizza does not Not love love me. me. (laughs) (laughs) Or I also will say, just in the vein of spending money or saving money, rather, When I grocery plan and grocery plan all at once and I don't have to send my husband to the store, we save a lot of money there too because I love him so much. But if I send him to the store, I am probably going to get back more than I had intended and probably not even the item that I actually needed. So, (laughs) well, okay, because I feel like I love... I love my husband. Like, I love him. He is amazing. You love your husband. He is amazing. Equally, both of our husbands right now are at home with 12 children between the two of them. Not together, but separately. (laughs) But they are literally watching 12 children while we come and do this and try and share this stuff with you guys. But men fall prey 
to grocery stores, I feel like, because they they don't actually I have never seen so many men at the grocery store as Mother's Day. Mother's Day morning. I thought I was in, I don't know, on another (laughs) planet. I walked in. And there were only men there. I was like, what is going? Oh, okay. That's what's going on. Those are all good men. We should have like, they, patted each one of them should. on the back. Yes. No, this is not to detract from men at all. However, I did send my husband to the store for beans one time, right? Uh-huh. Can't, baked beans. Baked for like a, we were super poor. He was in EOD school. It was for a barbecue. And he went and he bought beans and I looked at the thing and they were seven dollars oh my goodness and this was I don't I don't know is it over 10 years ago oh seven dollar beans over to well so they were delicious by the way but he had bought the beans from the deli ah instead of the baked like okay if you're gonna enjoy those beans by yourself with your family (laughs) I'm not saying bring the gross stuff to potlucks, but what I'm saying is like... Come on, the canned stuff is not gross. But but also, deli, you're paying for convenience. You're not always even paying for good food. You're paying for convenience. Yes. That was $7 of convenience right there. That was, and it was delicious convenience, but it was $7. (laughs) Like, oh my goodness. So yes, I get when you send men to the grocery store, they can fall prey to things like the deli. And $7 Mm -hmm. beans and maybe come home with stuff that you didn't necessarily send them with. Or treats, Mm -hmm. like a bag of gummy bears. Which, oh, I didn't know we needed those this week. And they deserve them. They deserve those treats. They absolutely deserve the treats. I never complain when he gets treats. but, But still, like... But you could save money if he's not going to the grocery store and buying extras. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. That's what we're getting at. That's what we're driving at. Yes. Okay. So we know how grocery planning for meals will save you money. How about it will save you time? It saves you a lot of time, in my opinion. There's a lot of time wrapped up around meals, right? But there's also a lot of time wrapped up in trying to figure out what to do for meals, cleaning up for meals, prepping for meals. Also, the time it takes you to shop. If you go one time once a week, then you're obviously only going to spend, what, an hour, an hour and a half at the grocery store? If you go two or three times during the week and you end up having to take your kids, you're going to rack up that time that you spend at the grocery store exponentially. You also have time, travel time. We live really close to the grocery store now, but in our first home, we didn't. The grocery store is 20 minutes away. So you've got 40 minutes alone in travel time. And then you also do a lot of wasting time if you do um, grocery, like, well, grocery pickup. Okay, depending on who you are, grocery pickup isn't wasting time, but there is wait time there. Yes. If you're, you know, if you have to do multiple pickups instead of just one, if you plan ahead. Also, when you bring the kids and they have fits while you're in the store, that's at least 20, 30 minutes of talking in the car after you leave the store. Oh, my gosh. You are, have you been watching me? I, I lived it for <sighs> many years. Yeah. That's why, okay, side note. If you see a mom in a grocery store with a child having a fit and you see that she is clearly doing her best, just give her a smile, maybe a fist bump, maybe a, hey, you're going to make it through this. I did. Just, yeah. just a moment of encouragement right there. Let's just just pass along a little bit of joy. If you're past that, Tell her it's going to be okay. Yeah. And tell her your her kid is not bothering you. 
Because I think that's how most of us feel. Like when they're throwing a fit or they're screaming or they're yelling or they're kicking or what, you know, however they're behaving in the grocery store, you're like, everyone in this grocery store is looking at me and everybody would like for me to leave because no one likes my kid right now. That's not true. We've all been there. We all understand. And Amen. we and need like just a, a side glance or a smile or a knowing, hey, it's okay. And just solidarity also. Don't give the kid a cookie. Please don't uh, offer that child something yes. for throwing a fit. Amen. If the mom wants to, you know what? Whatever. That's up to her. That's okay. Don't you do that. Don't be yeah. that person. Yeah. I, it's saying. my goal to have like Starbucks gift cards or... Publix gift cards in my pocket when I go to the store and when they're having a really bad day just be like you know what I've been there before and you look like you deserve a coffee today on the house like so here you go go get yourself a coffee oh my god wouldn't gosh. that change your whole day when somebody said like your kid's not annoying you should leave the store but hey I see you I see how hard you're working like here's a small reward Oh my gosh, guys. Okay, someone, someone anyone who listens to this episode, please do that and like I don't know Take us in a video or something. Like, spread the love. I, yeah. That would be amazing. We're going to do that. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. This week, we're going to do that. We go together shopping. We go together shopping, and we're going to do that this week. Yes. First, we have to make someone's kid have a fit. And then, <laughs> like, go I know, up actually, and- we go shopping at 7 or 7.30, and most parents are not out with their kids at that hour. But we're going to find somebody. We are. We'll find someone. Not in a creepy way. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Chase them out to the car. <laughs> we'll work this out. We will You'll work this out. out. Okay. So we talked about money. We talked about time, stress, and anxiety. I think there's just no, there's no way of getting around it. Planning meals for your family can cause stress. It, it just, it's a big burden. It's a big obligation. It's a big to-do, right? And like we said before, 21 meals, 21 meals a week, you need to make sure your people are eating. For the most part, whether you have really small kids or even big kids. Well, okay, as your kids get bigger, uh, they get to be able to speak. I don't know if you have younger kids right now, if you're not prepared. I wasn't prepared for that. I was not prepared for... (laughs) I was prepared for... The opinions of little ones. Oh, my goodness. Like, I can do five kids. I can change five diapers at once. I can even, like, corral five humans. That is fine. But when those five humans start talking and having opinions... That is a whole new level. So here's the thing. As they get older, they have more opinions and more wants and needs. And they're going to tell you, hey, mom, I know you just went to Walmart yesterday, but can I have this thing? And I'm going to tell you a beautiful secret that I wish I would have learned much earlier. Pick one or two shopping days a week. You know, I go to Publix Wednesday. I go to Walmart on Sunday. If you need something, like actually need it, and even if you want something small, I would be happy to get that the next time I'm at the store. But generally, I'm not going to go to the store an extra time. I want to give you that freedom too, Mom. If you want to tell your kids, if you need anything, please tell me before I go to the store. There's a boundary that will save you so much stress and anxiety, and it'll teach your kids to plan ahead if they do want something. So go ahead and set that boundary, and that will save you. That's how planning ahead can save you some stress and anxiety. Absolutely. We've got the same boundary in our house as well. I do grocery pickup on Thursdays, and I do public shopping on Wednesday evenings. And I tell my kids, like, this is the day we get things. This is the day if you have something that you've saved up money for and you'd like to get a bag of chips or something like that, I also put the boundary on them that they can only choose one thing a week because my kids love to buy stuff. I also think 
when you're looking at stress and anxiety, coming to a meal and not having any idea what it needs to be or what needs to be prepped and not having the items you need or having the things you need prepped. So meal planning gives you that that hindsight, right? It gives you that opportunity to be ready the night that you've got soccer and you know that either A, you're going to be eating out and so you don't have to pull any meat out or B, you're putting something in the crock pot and you do it in the morning instead of getting halfway through the day and thinking, oh, crud, I was supposed to put that in there earlier today. Now I don't know what we're eating, but I'm not going to be home because we're going from school pickup to go do this other thing and then to soccer and then we're going to get home and we're not going to have any food. Then we're going to go out to eat then you've got guilt a lot of times, guilt and stress. When you plan ahead for those things, you don't have as much guilt and stress that follows up with that. And that is so true. And it also lets you and your people know what to expect, especially if you put that meal plan somewhere where they can see it. Yes, absolutely. Because that question, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for lunch? What's for lunch? It I don't know. It just grates in a special way sometimes. It does. I start making up random things that don't make any sense. Like <laughs> for for years, my kids would say like, what's for dinner? And I knew they were going to say, oh, I don't like that. No matter what I said, I could have been like veal. We're having veal with a four course, yada, yada, yada. And they'd be like, that's great. Well, inevitably, someone would be like, I don't like that. So finally, I just started making stuff up like, we're having octopus guts. We're having frog ears. We're having snail toes. I don't know, but probably that's not very good, and someone's <laughs> going to end up in counseling because of that. Um, but We're all going to end up in counseling. I, You know what? At least maybe it's better to know what they're going to go to counseling hey, for than it okay. is. At, hey, we're just keeping people employed. We're helping out the... Building community. Ugh, but anyways... Letting your people know what to expect can help them mentally prepare, say, to eat the sweet potatoes that you bought again this week, (laughs) Brittany. Uh, I'm kidding. She tags me because my son just hates sweet potatoes, and I'm on a mission, as always. He just hasn't met sweet potatoes he likes yet. That's all. We've just got to find the right recipe. I don't like sweet potatoes either. Keep inviting him in. I like Brittany's sweet potatoes. I'm just saying. I I I think it's really just a... A personal battle now, yeah. but I'm convinced that he doesn't hate them anymore. He just likes to hate them. He has to say that he yeah. hates them because you're trying to get him to like them. Exactly. That's it's that's the level of teenagering we're at right now. But but really, like your 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 sweet potatoing is every time she puts sweet potatoes in the grocery cart, I'm like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is. This is awesome. <laughs> it's and it's pretty much like it's almost every week. Actually, now I've I Okay, I love sweet potatoes. And I explained this to him the other day. I said there have been many, 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 many weeks and months and years even where I haven't cooked sweet potatoes because you didn't like them. But that's not really fair to the people who do like them. So I think you can sacrifice equally as much as the people who do like them and we're gonna work it like that. Yeah. I know. That's fair. That's it's a definitely more understanding fair. now. It's totally fair. Okay, so Sweet potatoes aside. Um, Dinner is the witching hour, right? Oh. Dinner is the witching hour. It is the time where the whole stress and anxiety of the day kind of culminates into people being tired and worn out and stressed and still having things to get done. And you're in that last push. So there's a lot of mental space that is already full by the time you get to that hour. If you have to then try to use what tiny bit you have left or work on nothing to figure out what to do for dinner, that causes stress and anxiety. It causes you to really have the mindset that making dinner and dinner time is miserable. 
And then that is going to waterfall into your food, just to sound like a total woo-woo person, but you really do like bake love into your food. So when you come into dinner super angry or frustrated, and when you come to the dinner table frustrated and angry, you're really not coming with what you want to as a mom. I, I know the kind of moms who listen on this, and I know what kind of person I am. I want to cook my family food out of love. I want to cook them good meals, and I want to come to the dinner table happy to be with them. That's hard to do when you've got so much stress piling and piling. Meal planning, it saves you from that. It saves you mental space. It stops stress from overspending. We talked about the money, but that money, that overspending can cause you a lot of stress. It can cause you marital arguments. It can cause you... you Shame. It can cause shame around how much money you're spending on food or on eating out. And no one needs that. Yeah. No guilt, no shame. Uh Uh-uh. Let it go. Move along. Let's bring the joy back to dinner. Yeah, it can also leave more money in the budget for things that bring joy and memories. If you can work within this budget and stay within it, you can reduce your stress by bringing more joy into your life as well. Maybe you've saved enough to go on a trip or a vacation. Maybe you saved enough to take the kids to the zoo or just to go roller skating at the roller skate park. So stress and anxiety, time, money, decision fatigue. That is a real thing, especially for moms. We are making decisions from the moment our eyes open to probably the moments after they close even. It just happens all day long that we are going, 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 making decisions. It is proven. You literally make thousands of decisions a day. So let's take the decisions out of it by putting in place a plan, okay? Talk to me about decision fatigue, Brittany. You can take it as far as you want. One, two, three repeating meals each menu. So you can save yourself from this decision fatigue by not even having to come up with new meals. By what we talked about earlier, by baking in easy days like, hey, every Friday's pizza night or every day maybe there are particular themes. We know Tuesdays is tacos. We know Wednesdays is DIY pizzas. We know Thursdays is cereal. We know Fridays is, um, you know, eating out. Whatever it is, it can save you from decision fatigue because you've already taken a small bit of time and you've mapped that out. Mark Zuckerberg actually got rid of everything in his wardrobe and just had the same exact outfit every day. People made fun of him and he finally said, hey, no, look, I did this because I looked at everything in my day and I wanted to reduce how much I have to put time and energy and thought into. And if I don't have to wake up every morning and figure out what I'm going to wear, I'm saving myself. This is kind of an extreme example, But anywhere we can try to pull back or save time in our days or save ourselves as moms from decision fatigue, listen, this helps. It really helps. The little bits of decisions that we make like this, they really, really help. They do. It's called decide once. So I like that. Ohio. I think our friend Brittany, her mother always says, Ohio, only handle it once. Amen. Okay. Also... Having a meal plan can bring everyone in the family into the meal planning process if you want to invite that into your life. Yes, I would completely agree. You can keep meal planning to yourself. You can have that kind of peace and quiet. Well, try to have that peace and quiet where you cook alone. Or maybe you just really don't enjoy teaching and cooking with other people. That's okay, too. But you can also make it as involved as you would like. You can take family meal requests. You can invite your kids to meal mastery, something we do where I teach them how to cook meals and then they get proficient in it and they start cooking those meals on their own and that takes the load off of me for certain meals each week. There are families who give every kid a day. So every cook gets a day to cook. 
So if you have kids who are old enough and you want to teach them and make sure that they're going to be able to feed themselves when they leave your house, you can give them a day. You can say, hey, Tuesday is your day. It doesn't have to be crazy. It can be toast and sandwiches and spaghetti, whatever. But they get a day to learn how to do those things. And in addition to that, you're really teaching them life skills as well. That's right. And also meal planning can invite help. If should you want, you can invite your kids to help you. Just to recap what we've talked about in this episode, meal planning saves you money. It saves time. It saves you stress and anxiety. It can eliminate decision fatigue and it can make meal planning a family affair if you want it to. So go to Instagram, follow at the deliberate day, and then DM us the word meals and we'll send you a link to get your free meal planning printable. Before you go, hit subscribe and give us a rating. Ratings help so much in building a community where mothers feel seen, encouraged, and empowered.